What's up, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the All-Star Comics Podcast, powered by Horizon Comics. I am your host, Jonathan Cote, stretching it as best I can. Joining me on the panel tonight are... Kayla Miller. Roger Mays. And I'm the Pungent Master, Johnny Morales. No. <laughs> Wow. Um, you Come actually on. have to make puns in order to be yeah. the pungent master. Producing, as always, is Matthew Lubick. Hi, guys. Thanks, Matt. Hey, Matt. Uh, if this is your first time listening to this show, we are somewhat spoilery, so we'll try to let you know when we're going to, you know, spoil stuff. Uh, we're going to try to do some uh, <laughs> trivia, some news, some previews, the, the, the fun <laughs> stuff, the normal gist for those that follow us on a regular basis. Uh, so without further ado, let's talk about the Marvel book, which I am pitching X-Men Blue, uh, by <laughs> my favorite Cullen Bunn written by, and with art by Ray Anthony Height and Ramon Box, Box, well, it's B-A-C-H-S, Box, like plural box, yeah, box. like more than one box, yeah, multiple, multiple box. box, many box, anyway, one box, um, two box. Red box, blue box. I hate Colin Bunn's writing. I think I've made that abundantly clear, and I hated the writing on this book. You know, so. I had to go back and check from because I've had a lot of people give in the shop give this book a lot of love, and I hadn't gotten around <coughs> to reading it yet. And uh, I went back to see if he was writing it since issue one, and and sure enough, he was. And I was like, I don't, I don't get it. And I, I you know, there's a part of me that wants to read. You know, because I, I was talking to Dave Ramirez today, and he was like, "Well, have you read any of the previous issues?" And I'm like, "No." And he's like, "Well, you need to. You need to go back and read those. See where." <laughs> and I'm like, "I'm like, Dave, I did, I didn't <laughs> like this issue. I, I, it was, I'm, you know, it, it's not good. I love you, Dave. Yeah, it was not good. I just didn't, you know, and I, number one, I don't like the fact that." You know, this is the first time I found out, nobody had spoiled this for me, that Wolverine's son from the Ultimate Universe is on this team. Jimmy. I, yeah, Jimmy. Yeah. Jimmy something or other. Hudson. And I really didn't care. Blonde Wolverine. No. Blonde Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, I don't know, they want the Ultimate Universe X-Men to teach them how to be ninjas. And... That's where it lost me. That line right at the I end. Just, like, I'm oh out. My I don't God. care. Yeah. I, it almost I, I rolled so hard that yeah. I practically he, saw my brain. I almost. I was like, okay, maybe this is decent. And then that last line lost it for me. I'm like, nope. I'm yeah. out. He, um, Cullen Bunn writes uh, Jean Grey like a bimbo. You know, really kind of like oblivious, uh, you know, girl that uh, – I don't know. I don't think he writes anybody in this book well, Johnny. No, yeah. <laughs> but like, I mean, you're you're picking out one. I get it. No, but especially no. Green Jean Grey because like she's kind of supposed to be Green Jay. Green Jay. <laughs> um, that's that's gonna be your new superhero name. That is, dude. You're the Green Jay. <laughs> sounds like is that the new Green Lantern? That sounds like I don't know. That like it says the Blue good. Jay, the Green Jay. You have to the dress up like a Jay. bird. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Jay. into it. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I'm into it. Yeah. Yep. Are you secretly a furry? <laughs> God. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm really tired, so the filter isn't really yeah, there is right now. All oh, right. That's something I'm going to need to know. Yeah, we're in for a uh, Any kids that want to know what that is? Do not. No. Do not Google no. that. Don't. Why would you even say that? Don't Google Don't it. Don't touch the Google Great, machine. great, great. Ask your parents. God. We're going to get letters. <laughs> Tell him Johnny asked you. <laughs> That's bad. Anyway, let's talk about this book All before right. this gets really off yeah. track. 
more so than it is. I don't think he's very good at relationship building, team building, character development, plot construction. I don't know. What else does a writer do? <laughs> I don't. <you> know. <laughs> I, felt like, I felt like I was just reading that X-Men 23 issue from Forever Go again. They go out to try and have fun. Something happens. And then there's another Whoosh. fight. And then, <laughs> Snow comes. and then the fight's over and everything's yeah. okay again. Um, I think, I think, you know, with Cullen Bunn, a lot of times he's just the guy that's like, here, put this out, because he can. I don't think it's necessarily quality work. It's just, hey, I'm here. Yeah. Well, he. I mean, he can probably write, you know, ten books a week, and yeah. and so they. But let that, him that, that's the I've thing. heard that Mark like Mark. his his uh, creator owned stuff yeah. that he's done in the past is supposed to be good. His, his, so I don't know if some just, of his work is good. Yeah, if he just saves it for that and he just phones in the rest, he's like, I'm just turning off my brain and just typing. Yeah, well, like the way that Marvel is kind of running their their company right now, they're they're kind of rushing everything. Like, uh, the the art is uh, on all the books are is rushed. So I would well, imagine. I think on because uh, Ray Height, uh, local artist, he's he's Friend of the shop. here. Yeah, and. God, man, one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet, one of the best artists you'll ever meet. I love one of the things I love most about Ray's art is his perspective that he gives. When he does a commission uh, on a blank for anybody here in the shop, or, you know, it, it, he always brings with it this unique perspective. Like he thinks about how he wants to stage this piece of art that he's going to construct. And with this one, it's, it's, um, it's serialized panels. I've, I, I've, I've seen Ray do a lot better stuff, and I know Ray really loves what he did for this book. And and I, you know, um, there's it's some not, stuff to love, but yeah, it's not bad. It's, it's not good either. But I don't, I don't think it showcased his talent. Because, and I yeah, know, well, because I have you got me uh, a commission by Ray. Yep. Um, a blank Superman Wonder Woman cover, and yep. it's awesome. It's yep. super awesome. He colored it and did everything himself on it. And it's freaking great. Um, it's one of my like little prized comic possessions. <coughs> and um, stylistically, I didn't even realize that it was Ray right off the bat when I I opened it up. Well, I was trying so because I looked I looked at it and you know and it showed it showed two artists and I was like, well, heck, this is the same thing that they did on issue three. Ray Height was the the secondary artist to somebody. He did the the second half of the book. And I was like, why did they do that? And they did it again in this issue. And I, I'm not sure, unless they're trying to, you know, ship double time and not, not, you know, and have, or triple time and have two artists work on a book in conjunction to, I, d I don't know. I, I don't know. It's, um, yeah, it's real. It's I'm just going like to blame Cullen Bunn. Whatever he mm. gave Ray to do just wasn't that great. Well, no, I think it, it, it like, the style is, is pretty good like it there's something there mm -hmm. it's just it looks rushed there's no consistent faces it, it looks uh, different from panel to panel i mean I, it, it's decent but it looks rushed and i think that's that's what marvel did to him you know rushed him maybe Be i think because because it's it's decent it's it's okay uh i really like what he puts in, in the panels and like you said uh roger kind of like the the where he puts the the camera per se yeah. um because he has really nice angles but just some of the faces some of the, the 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 bodies they they don't they looked rushed they they don't look like they were taken um that he took his time like a like he would on a commission yeah i mean 
I just think Roger hit it on the head. I don't think it showcases how yeah. great Ray is. And and that um, might not be his fault, you know, that, no, that may that's be Marvel. What I'm saying. Like, but like I don't know. Because uh, I freaking love Ray. What is that? Someone who posted the other day a much better Jean Grey than some yeah. of Yeah. It's it's I don't, it, it's unfortunate because uh, some of these artists that Mar- Marvel is hiring because they're hiring much uh, many more uh, artists now than they have before, <coughs> but some of them uh, seem uh, really bad, and he's not one of them. But it looks like uh, his talents can be uh, can definitely be improved, and I think it's just because it was rushed. I just blame Colin Bond. Oh, I, I think he might have written the script late. Maybe. I don't know. Um. Let's do star ratings, please. Yeah. I have yet to find a good X Men book. One. Roger. Two. Star ratings? Yeah, star ratings. Uh, you said one. I said oh. one. <laughs> one and a half. Two also. Because I love Ray. Uh, yes. <clears throat> All right. We're going to go over to Indy, Johnny. Oh, damn. <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, so, uh, we read Saga. Oh my god, I totally am prepared for this. <laughs> Every time. Yeah. Uh, chapter 44. Once, once upon a time, there was a centaur woman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who fell in love with a normal human. Yeah. Man. And birds and bees. And, oh my god. <laughs> BKV. Seriously? The notorious <laughs> I'm sorry, Johnny. I jumped your, your no, pitch. No, it's, it's okay. He doesn't have one. Yeah. Here's the wind Please. up. <laughs> That's where you're supposed to say <laughs> something, Johnny. Oh, okay. I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, uh, after, what was it, issue 42, uh, Alana and Marco uh, are going to this uh, planet to, you know, take care of a, a little problem that they had. And um, this is kind of just following them trying to get over to the side of the planet that will allow them to do this task. Okay, the last issue's first page yeah. was just jaw-dropping yeah. in terms of content, not oh. necessarily oh. what the image was, right. just what was being said. It was one of those, like, I can't believe you typed that. Yeah. This is going down that road, like you yeah. said, yeah. and... I'm kind of disappointed that I didn't have, like, an insane first page like the last one. Oh, I love this page. But the oh, first page was good in this, good. too. But it just... <laughs> I, I want to say it, but it's, like, so not yeah. for this, this show. Is, it's not, a, it's not yeah, appropriate. This is, once again, this book is super mature. Yeah. This book mature. is ultra mature. Yeah. I really um, I really enjoy this issue. Like I said, uh, once um, when we have kind of, like, a continued good book throughout, it kind of... Um, you're, you're not as happy with it. Um, because it's just like it, it's stagnant. It's really good, but it's like, oh, okay, it's really good. Nothing out of the ordinary. I mean, you're desensitized to it. Eh? Kind of, you're exactly. Like, kind of like uh, Mark Wade and Chris Samney's Daredevil. Like every issue was like really good, but after a while, it's like, oh, this is just another really good issue, and that's it. Nothing really happened, you know. So I really enjoyed uh, chapter forty-three. Uh, this one felt a little, I don't know, um, less good, but it's still really good. But I think that's just the thing. We're desensitized to uh, Brian K. Vaughn's storytelling. That it's just like it's just good. That I don't think I that don't we can. Know if I anything. can necessarily agree with that because there's a lot of stuff that I look forward to every week. Like, like, yeah, excuse me, every month or every two weeks. Like Superman still is just like ah. Jeff Johns' run on Justice League. I didn't yeah. feel like there was a lull. I was excited for every issue, mm-hmm. but. 
I mean, I understand. Like, I understand your point on it. Um, I think sometimes it's just you know, it happens to be the story, right? And where it, where it's going. So, and this is kind of weird territory. In this here's, here's a fascinating a thing for me because look, Brian K. Vaughn is uh, he's a consummate storyteller. Mm-hmm. Okay. He knows how to, especially for comics, he knows how to pace a comic. Um, he, he knows how to engage the reader. What fascinates me with this book, and this has been since issue one, um, he is so provocative with some of the imagery that he puts in your head. Jonathan, you and I were talking about it earlier today, and it's mm-hmm. like, you know, there's a part of me. Look, I mean, I'm from the South, okay? You have to forgive me, but there's still a little prudishness in me, <laughs> you know? Okay. And some of the images that I have to put into my head just by, you know, what I'm looking at, I'm, why did you do that to me, Brian? Yeah. Oh, I'm the same way. And so, I'm, you know, I'm really, because I'm like, why, you know, because he could tell this story with the centaur family, Okay. He could tell this story with them just being normal characters, you know, but no, he 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 makes you think about this <laughs> and go, no, I I want to unsee that forever. Don't. Why did you do that to me? Yeah. And so I think you know he has not only does he tell stories, you know, to tell stories, but I think he has an ulterior motive, and that is to push <laughs> people's. He boundaries of exactly ex- acceptance, so you know, that, and he, he does it unlike anybody else anywhere. He does, or I should say, he out Millar's Millar. Oh yeah, because Millar is very much in the same shock jockey kind of vein. Yeah, but BKV can yeah, actually, but it's like it's like yeah, kindergarten level. Yeah, that's what I mean. This is fart yeah. jokes and and all yeah. that kind of stuff. BKV actually weaves a tight story. But then infuses it with this sucker punch of like, <laughs> you know, yeah. like yeah. But it's it, it's also Sorry. it's also totally for a reason. Like one of the letters in the back, it's like um, he he's creating this uh, critical narrative to not fear your body, to not fear, uh, you know, gender or sexuality, to not fear each other. You know, the conflicts of the world, I believe, resonate from the conflicts within ourselves. Like this this person gets it. Like he's. He's doing this diff. That person put way too much thought into a comic book. <laughs> no, 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 that's no. actually <laughs> awesome. What? Yeah, what he like, just said. I'm that's, like, that's that's pretty. I mean, like, no, yeah. it makes sense. Yeah, but like, my God, <laughs> if, if something in this book is like making you kind of like a little nervous, it's like, oh, okay, because it's not what uh, we've been programmed to believe or think, you know. Uh, and when when we feel kind of um, how do I say it? like a uh, different or weird? It's just because we're not used to this uh, foreignness, uh, you know, of what people are like uh, with transgender people or with, uh, you know, like the centaur people or or things like that. Because I mean, in the last issue, wh- what's it? <laughs> no, it's just, no okay. like it's just we keep dancing around what the centaur family is, and it's hilarious. Just keep going. <laughs> you guys got to read it. Like, no, I'm about yeah. to say something really inappropriate. <laughs> I think I'm gonna go get. <laughs> in, in, in the last issue. Uh, Hazel is talking to Petrichor, which uh, Petrichor is a trans uh, gender, and um, Hazel is is worried that people will see her as weird for having horns and wings, and she's confused, you know. And and Petrichor like reassures. Uh, I'm sorry, re- like I'm totally distracted by Roger fixing his yeah. chair. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going. I was listening. <laughs> uh, Pe- Petrichor reassures Hazel that like 
um, because Hazel says, I don't want to be alone. And Petrichor says, you'll never be alone, you know. And and I really love that storytelling that Brian K. Vaughn, uh, you know, uh, tells because he can make uh, he can kind of make everybody uncomfortable and be like, oh, see, this is why, because we're not used to it. And it's okay. I don't know if I've ever felt uncomfortable reading this book. My jaw just drops. Well, yeah, because like, you're yeah. not – right, because you're – My God, man. You're, you're like, 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 we're not used to, like, this 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 type of storytelling. Like, like, it's the, just okay, in your so face. One of, the first, one of the first things that, like, just got me in this book, like, besides the first issue with, like, the robot sex and everything like that, right. was when they go to that planet and that naked giant. <laughs> yeah. Like that was that was I was like okay I'm in I am on board for the a completely different ride than I thought I was but okay let's go BKB I love the first pages of all of these books yeah no one can the the opening salvo of every saga issue Brian K Vaughn is well, unlike look, any other look I always say you know he's a, he's a very you know he's a very formulaic writer he he knocks you off balance with the first page. You you can you can be current on this series. You could read forty two pages, and and think you know what you're you're in for. But when you open the saga book and you start reading, you I, I don't care how desensitized you are. He knocks you off balance. Yeah. Oh yeah. Which I think I don't know. It maybe opens you <coughs> up or to to being more receptive to his storytelling. I don't know, because you're like you're you're like reeling, and then you start <laughs> you know you continue reading, and once you think you have your footing. He does something within the story, puts images in your head that you want to unsee. He's like a really good MMA fighter in story form. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. He'll knock you off balance yeah. again, and then he'll leave you and with he a goes the throat. making you want more. Yeah. Like, oh, my God, I need more of that. <laughs> and it's every issue. And he, and he always does it. It's always, you know, and he's he's darn good at it. Yeah. yeah. I, I still need to read Why the Last Man. I need that's to that crazy one. to me that you I, have it. Dude, hey, I'll lend you the hardcovers. Time hard and money, covers. man. Time and money. I'll lend you the hardcovers. I have them all. Yeah. It's only six hardcovers. I just want to well, know dude, what's I, up if, with this last what, page. Oh, yeah, here. you need time. I need time. <laughs> that's, need the, time. that's the other side. Yeah. <laughs> what were you saying, Gail? I just want to know what's up with this last page here. Yeah. With Alana and what she's going through. Yeah, with she's got Hazel. Okay, got some magic stuff going on. There's weird magic stuff going on. Are we agreeing that that is Hazel that she just got? Or did they do something that brought... Well, that's why I'm not... <coughs> I'm trying not because okay, but like right before that, she's having this whole dream sequence, so I don't. Which is a very no, pornographic maybe. dream sequence. <laughs> I'm into that gr- dream Wait, sequence. It's Johnny. crazy. It's crazy, Johnny. dude. Like that thing just closed up. Stop oh, it. Geez, <laughs> that was Step a long down, down, Green Jay. <laughs> Green Jay. Wow. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Fun I fact: agree. one of my students is a furry. <laughs> and how do I transition out of God, that? Okay. Let's do some star ratings. Let's do some star ratings. How do I know that? Everything that's I didn't want to know that, and I found out the hard way. Uh, nice. What do you mean the hard? Nope. Never mind. Um, so Ask me I, after the show. I okay. This, okay. I'm just. I'm genuinely. Yeah. I, I give this book a four and a half. I really enjoyed it. Wow. Well, that yeah. That's right where I'm at. I mean, it's it, again. It's almost perfect. Uh, Great, great storytelling, great art. It's it's a lovely book. Oh yeah, Fiona, Fiona Staples. Like, oh, the, God bless that woman. I think the only reason I don't want to give it a five is just because it's like it's just continued like great storytelling. I don't know. What, I don't want. What a first world problem that right? is. <laughs> like right? children are just suffering. Like 
like famine and disease. Let and me enjoy like, my comics, we're, Jonathan. We're just like, oh, you know, Saga's been pretty good, but it's just too consistently just, good. It's just too consistently good. Knock it down a bit. I think that's what like kind of brings us down a bit. I I legitimately think that's that's what that does. Okay, Kayla. Oh, yeah. Four and a half stars too. Love that centaur family. I uh, four and a half. It was it was a solid book, a solid read. So I love what Petrichor said. <coughs> I thought she was doing like Are some sort of. Are we agreeing that's how you pronounce that? Not Petrich, not Petrichor, but I think Petrichor. it's Petrichor. That's what I thought too. Yeah, yeah. I, thought yeah. So too. I thought she was doing a ritual, and then I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> yeah. sweet. The ritual was great. All right, Kayla, pitches. Uh, did you book. rate it? <coughs> Did what? Did you rate this book? Yeah. I missed it then. What was your rating? What? What was your rating? Oh, I thought you said, did no. you read this book? I was book? like, how did I? Oh, did you no. rate how the book? I wouldn't oh, be talking okay. about it if I hadn't read it. Rate. Four and a half oh, also. Okay, I didn't hear that. It's, it's four and a half, Green Jay. I, <laughs> I honestly uh, thought no. you said read. Yeah. Sorry. All right, so we are doing Batman Detective Comics 959. Intelligence, which this is part two of Intelligence, which I did not go know going into it, Didn't and I am one. like ten issues behind in Detective, so I was I was kind of very confused. But I read the one before this, so now it all makes sense. After yeah. you read that one, <laughs> yeah. After I would suggest going back and reading the one before this because this can be a little confusing. Yeah, it launches right off. I didn't think it was too oh, yeah. bad for. for oh, being it wasn't part terrible, two. but just if you want a more consistent story, yeah. start with the first one. Anyway, so we have. One night only, Zatanna. Yes, Zatanna is the guest in this particular issue I love story Zatanna. arc. Zatanna. So essentially, something's going on with Azrael and all that shenanigans, and someone's killing off all those Saint people. Dumas, That's it. I know you knew the name of it. I. Yep. It's over my head. I forget those things. So <laughs> FYI for anybody that's not current on the detective comics team because it started with spoiler and batwoman and red robin clayface and batman and am i missing somebody oh orphan okay. orphan okay. Okay. so spoiler there. left the team mm -hmm. because everybody what? thinks red robin spoilers is dead which he's not um so they recruited luke fox batwing and they got Azriel, uh, Michael. Uh, oh my God! Uh, Jean Paul Valet. Yeah, my, Jean -Paul. Jean -Paul. that's Jean what it was. I don't know why I thought Michael. Jean Paul Valet. That's it. Um, Azriel, aka, to to fill in the other team members, which has been kind of fun having you know different uh, guys on the team. And so they established in earlier issues that there's like some super advanced AI in Azriel's mask or suit or whatever that helps him kind of do what he does from St. Dumas and all that. And in the previous issue, they set up like a whole like kill code thing. Like, so basically St. Dumas has like a gigantic robot that's running like its own like self-aware AI now. And it's like been tasked to take out everybody from St. Dumas. And that's where this picks up. Thank you for pitching that for me. <laughs> <laughs> I could see like in your eyes, you were like, like nah. yeah, I, I love Azrael's character. Yeah. And I, and I love what they're doing with him in this storyline. I think it's I really cool. They're back trying to like really redeem him and I'm really him a hero. I'm really into this book. Uh, I really like the story and the art. But why? Why does why does he have to do so many gosh darn double page spreads? Double pages everywhere. It's I had to go back and reread so many of them, even in the one before this. It's all so double page pages. spreads except for the pages that have ads next to them. That's 
Dude, no. Well, no, I, but like sometimes those layouts are like they're weird. I they're was not like clear. I was reading over here and then I was like, "Oh wait, I'm supposed to go." Or like I would be reading down here and then, "Oh, I have to jump over yeah. there." Not for so this big particular. So it has a very well, big layout problem. I didn't think so. Cuz you can see the flow. You should look at the issue before this. The flow is uh, not as great. Yeah, the flow is The worse. flow is much worse than the issue before this. This so one I was much better. You know, I mean Oh, well this one obviously. Yeah. But I mean I don't know. I, f I followed it pretty well, but it could be because, I don't know, I've been on the book. So Has he been doing double-page spreads, like, for, like, ever? I think, well, this is a different artist. Oh, okay. For th this artist came on for this story arc, but which... But if he writes in full strip, he would have to... Yeah. Um, who's the artist? It's Martinez, right? That's the name? It's yeah. James Tynan. It's still on the book. Yeah. Um, and Martinez is doing the, the art for this particular arc. Yeah, it's, so um... I forgot who. Uh, Which he draws. He draws a wicked Zatanna. Alvaro. Oh, Martinez. This is yeah. Th this is oh, still. Yeah. This is such a top tier book that I, I think more people should be on. I mean, it's really it's great storytelling and it's great art. Oh, this is oh. just the page that I messed up on. Just like I can understand like that. it because maybe the gutters at the top. Right. But I didn't have that. I kind of knew like based because off of th because this one doesn't look exactly yeah. like a double page spread except for like this thing and like. I guess this kind of merges out, but I'm just looking over here, and that's what that's what caused me to like yeah. read it. Wrong. I understand it. I just you know I the issue before it had a lot more. That yeah, it had a lot more, more confusing problems. where there were but like I mean more well boxes they jam packed the start of that. Yeah. That oh yeah, they did. There was, there so, was much so much in that, much first, in that issue. first issue of this story arc. Yeah. The really the art good. The, the art is killer. Art, the only problem that I have is the layouts. That really like the the art and the story are pretty good. Like I don't really care about like. Bat family characters, but you know, I'm into it. When they're written this well, I yeah, I, they're written it's very hard. well. It to me, it's and hard to not like it. Satana is drawn so pretty. Oh, yeah. she's done so well. So I totally dug the. I heck love out the flash back at the beginning with her and Bruce. Bruce on yeah. the rooftop. Yeah, that you know, was is great. This a, is this a is this a a a twice a month book? Mm -hmm. Oh, okay, sweet. I'm glad the art doesn't suffer for that. Yeah, it seems really that they good. get enough a head start to to really make sure that this stays consistent. Yeah, because I don't think I've ever had a problem. That's the right word. It's no. consistent. Yeah, it, it's like it, even if it's like not your type of art, and how could it not be? It's gorgeous. It seems <laughs> like each art or arc he's had like an artist that does that full arc, which is insane. Being you know twice monthly. Yeah. So I'm I'm assuming time well, must have be ahead. Be, yeah, you scripts. have to be you know at least writing three months ahead. Yeah. So, so that you have so that the guy's already working on the next arc. Yeah. You know, while this one's being told. So. Yeah. So I dug the heck out of it. Um, anything else you guys want to add? No, I'm. I love the way. T sorry, I didn't. Cut no, you. no, I please. Just thought of this. I love the way Tynan plays with the team dynamics in this book. Um, there's little moments that that are great because Luke, in in one part of this book, is flying uh, Batwoman to his shop essentially mm -hmm. uh, to 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 get some tech, and he's like talking like how much like you know he's stoked about whatever tech is going on, and she's like Luke, uh, as great as it is to be you know flying, I think you should put me down yeah. now, <laughs> kind of thing. Little moments like that, he, uh, Tynan does really well. Yeah. So. Yeah, he, he he knows how to he knows how to make a conversation flow really mm -hmm. well naturally, um, and 
the artist knows. One how to might say that he is the anti Cohen Bunn. <laughs> well, but that's yeah. not hard. Okay, you just have to be good. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I can't help but I just oh god. No, no, no. The, the, you're you're right. This dialogue feels like some someone real people. Yeah, real people would say that. And, and each character has a voice. Yeah. And gosh darn, this art is so pretty. I love the part where the robot is after Azrael and he's like, "Wait, you're me?" Or yeah. I'm. And he's freaking out. Sorry, spoiler. Yeah. I think. Which is kind of a mystery. It's like, okay, what's Wait. going on with the tech in Azrael's suit versus this new robot that's risen up and become self-aware? I like how so. there's like a little uh, semi callback to the Batman 500 clause. Oh God, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Azrael, yeah, the 90s Azrael, the the joke, I, the Joe Casada designed really bad Batman suit. I mean, part of me loves it for what it was at the time, but man, I love his new design, where you know the flaming sword, all that stuff. Yeah, I, I dig yeah. the Saint Dumas design so much. Looks, you know, like a ninja. Maybe Jean Grey would like to join him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do some star ratings. <laughs> okay. Uh, I really enjoy this book, except for the layouts. That's the only thing. Uh, four. Roger. Um, I, four and a half. The one thing that bothered me about this book was the furball that ended up on the table. Was that <laughs> from the previous yes. issue? Yes. Okay, because reading just the, I didn't go back and read the issue before. Yeah. Just reading this one, he just appeared out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's from St. Um, so just from this issue perspective, I was like, uh, I love how it popped up, and I, I, I've assumed it was from before, but I didn't go to it. But I, I love this book, love everything about it. The storytelling, art, it's all, I mean, it's fantastic. Yeah, I love how. Uh, Does a great job of showcasing all the Bat family. What's uh, Dr. October? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, ask him for his preferred pronouns. I was like, yep, yeah. that's it. That's cool. That's cool. <laughs> I kind of rolled my eyes at that. Of but course you that. did. Anyway, you would expect me to. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. Four stars, really solid story. Got to go back and catch up in detectives. Yeah. Really yeah. badly. I'm, this is my bat book. Like, yeah. I, it's a good oh, book. Oh, this is a great book. I'm um, just behind yeah. in everything. Yeah, I so. know. I, there's, it's, a, it's a good thing when DC's putting out so much stuff that you, you're just like, ah, it's too much. So I'm caught up in Superman. Have. I'm proud of myself for that. Yeah. We'll work on everything um, else. Although I will say, War of Jokes and Riddles, that first issue of the story, mm. really solid. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> really solid. Like, yeah, I didn't expect, I wasn't sure going into it, but my God. I saw the cover. I was excited for that one. Because it's Michael McHale. I don't know, Janine, Janin. Yeah. J- uh, Mc- I want to say. Mikhail Janine? I think it's Mikhail Janine. Yeah. He's doing the art on that whole arc. Oh, his art is so good, and it's really yeah. good. I wish you, we could just be his Joker, on there. and like yeah, it, it kind of reminds me like a like the Bolin Joker, not um, well, not like the shaved you, head. But I want you to you need to look at this one, okay? Because the one of the premises of of War of Jokes and Riddles was Joker has lost his ability to laugh. Oh no! So he's going around just like trying to do all this crazy stuff to see if like he sees the joke in it. That's so cool. And so cool. he's just Ooh. through the whole thing. And so the Riddler confronts him. He's like, "Hey, you know, I get it. Like, cause I'm feeling the same way because of the bat. You want to take out the bat. I want to take it. So he's like, if we team up, blah blah blah. And Joker's like, mm, no. <laughs> and it just ignites this war between. Yeah, it's really good. That surprised me. Okay, and it's I all being told from Okay, so I gotta catch up in that like too. Bruce recounting all this to um, Catwoman. Right. Sweet. Ooh. Yeah. So anyway, I thought it was really good. I think we just start there. What like oh. not read anything else. <laughs> 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 just go back. Yeah. But no, if you don't, then you won't have the button. 
That's true. The button's button. good. Sorry, anyway, button. uh, I've just like spent way too much time talking about that because my star rating for this is four and a half. All right. <laughs> We're so, still that on that. Yeah. What would you guys rather have reviewed this week? If anything. Totally yeah, prepared. I think. Um, I not that I want to change out the the um, the Detective Comics book, but apparently, Batman the Batman Elmer Fudd crossover yeah, was, good. was uh, uh, one of the review sites online gave it a ten, and I'm like, uh, I really? Yeah. I think Lee Weeks did the art on it. Ooh. Long time <laughs> staple. I, I mean, all, all I can picture, I, I mean, you know, God bless Tom King for writing bats. it. This says, be very, very quiet, uh, yeah. <laughs> Batman. I'm a dramatic. <laughs> yeah. I know, but yeah, apparently it was just everything this week. Okay. So, um, yeah, I had, had quite a few people looking for it and sold out too quick. Any Marvel book besides this X-Men book? I why, would like why to have read X-Men? Dr. Aphra. Yeah, Star Wars. Nah. Yeah, I don't mm. care about that. Why are X-Men books so bad? Because it's so good. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, like, more specifically, maybe... uh, What was it? uh, The Mighty Thor. Yeah, consistently good. Mm -hmm. Jason Aaron. Kayla? Steven Universe. There we go. It's a great book. All right. What was that, Roger? What? What was that? Oh, no. I think he's of the same opinion I am. Well, you guys are old. <laughs> hey, I like my Adventure Time, my regular show. Regular show is dope the best show. All right. Uh, trivia time, Roger. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so um, we're going to do some X trivia because. Kayla's disqualified already. Oh, X Men trivia. Okay. This is going to hurt. Um, no, nah, this, is, this is okay. All right, in in X Men number one from what was it like nineteen sixty three? Yep, something like that. Um, who were the original members of the X Men one at a time? Angel, Iceman, Cyclops, Jean Grey. Okay, and Beast. Yeah, who was our leader? Professor Xavier. Okay, now in that first issue. They uh, they fought the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants. Right, lame name. Destiny. Who were the original members of that Brotherhood? I know it wasn't Juggernaut because he entered later. Magneto. No, that's not that. Uh, yeah. A negative response is not a, an answer. Okay. Um. So yeah, Magneto. No, he, that, no, no. he was their leader. Uh, that frog dude. So he was he's Toad. Yeah, the Toad, <laughs> not the frog dude. Toad. Yes, Toad. I got one. Yay, mm-hmm. winning. Was that earthquake guy? More. Nope. Um. Anybody? Uh, I know this. The blob. Mystique. Nope. Really? <laughs> not blob. Nope. Not mystique. No, no, no. This was the '60s, dude. I don't know. You gotta. Quicksilver. <laughs> yes. Sweet. Oh yeah. my God! You just pulled that out of nowhere. <laughs> and if Quicksilver was one, who's the Scarlet another? Witch. Yeah. Yep. And that leaves one more <laughs> that. Mastermind. Oh, I would not. Yeah, have we would not have gone to that. I didn't know that either. So. So, anyway, that's cool. All right, so uh, listener question. Last week's listener question, I wasn't here. I was, well. Oh, it was who cut off uh, Aquaman's hand. Yeah. I won, right? What about the no. week before? Oh, yeah. because no, <laughs> The week before, we didn't have any of the answers. <laughs> oh, snap. Um, what was the question for Rachel Rising? 
Oh, you guys uh, had random questions that week. Wait, what? Yeah, Did you guys have random questions that week? Might have. Sounds like us. Super <laughs> prepared. Uh, hold on. <laughs> not shooting from the hip at all. We're not just sitting here randomly no. on their phones trying to look up trying the to answer furiously list. look up like stuff we need. Was oh that God. the was, was, was that the the Alan Moore question? The, yeah, the Terry Moore. What what? Uh, yeah, it was like some song or something like that. Yeah. Oh, what, what song yeah. was illustrated by um, like Terry, Terry Moore? Moore? That was the song penned by Alan Moore. It was Madam October. I would not have. And known. Uh, nope. Yeah, and I think well, was this the one that Frank? No, <laughs> probably not. <laughs> uh, we are the uh, most prepared. Nathan Armantrout and David Rivas. Nice. David has been stepping up his game. Good <laughs> job, David. Uh, Nathan's got, I think, a couple wins under his belt now, too. So I'm lots of competition. I'm going to start uploading these episodes and just scheduling a random time. <laughs> just to, just <laughs> to yeah. mess with everybody. Right. Yeah. Like, where's the episode? It's up. It's just... Speaking of which, while, while we're talking about this, are we doing Thursday next week? Oh, we should probably, yeah. Next Tuesday, okay, guys, just so you know, next Tuesday is July 4th. Comics for the week are not uh, available to retailers until Wednesday, so we've got to get our order, process it, and do all this stuff. We're not going to be able to get all of the books read by Wednesday night, so we're going to do the podcast next week is going to air on Thursday night. One oh, day, oh. right? Yeah, we're gonna right. record it Thursday night, so it'll it be up the, the same night. Thursday yeah. night, that's so right. one one Thursday night slash Friday unless morning. something unless something catastrophic happens. Oh, but like I consider this going up Thursday. Yeah. It's so late, so like technically Friday. But Johnny's gonna be in Mexico, building a wall. <laughs> Yep. Kayla, <laughs> Kayla's gonna be Johnny next week. I will be Johnny. I will annoy you. I will you. still be me. The gender swap, Green Jay. I will annoy you. She has green hair, so okay. she does have green. Oh hair. Oh my God, you. you do have green hair. I do. <laughs> Which puts you on a month straight. N- only if I do the next week after, for sure. And you for will Johnny because too. I will be gone as well. Anyway, yeah. So wow. uh, it's probably gonna be Thursday next week. Stay tuned. I'm so bummed. I'm leaving like at 9 p.m. on Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't oh, think ouch. you can make that. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, anyway, we need to move this so, along. So, anyway, yes. Uh, listener trivia. Okay, if you want to uh, take a shot at winning either Lumberjanes, the graphic novel, or the comics that we reviewed this week, send your answer to the upcoming question to contact at allstarcomicspodcast.com. Winner gets their choice, comics or trade. Loser gets the leftovers. Uh, well, first loser gets the leftovers. All right, so um, giant Let's size X Men number one Ooh. introduced four new X Men characters and was really pivotal in uh, the regenesis of the X Men. I don't think they had had a story in like five years, wow. a new story, right? Because they started reprints. reprinting. They were reprinting, right? So, um, Giant Size X-Men number one was a seminal moment in X-Men history. Introduced four new X-Men. Who were they? Send your responses to contact at allstarcomicspodcast.com, and you might be a winner. Sweet. Roger, don't stop talking. we got to finish the summer, James. (laughs) So, this week, uh, at Kayla's behest, we uh, read Lumberjanes, Volume 1, Subtitled "Beware the Kitten Holy." Um, my pitch for this book is, "What the junk 
<laughs> That's Sounds an inside right. joke. Um, it's uh, about a half dozen young girls at a summer Girl Scout camp, although they're lumberjanes. Well, lumberjanes for hardcore, hardcore lady, lady types. types Har- lady hardcore types. lady types. Yeah. Um, I don't get it. <laughs> why, why, why did you pick this book? Kayla. Yes, Roger. Why did why did you in, in, in you know subject us to this? Subject us oh, to I this. Oh, I just separate. really wanted to make Jonathan read another not your demo, not his demographic <laughs> right. book. Really, I was like, this is oh, great. Oh, so that's for the Jonathan. game we're playing yes. now. Duly noted. Because <laughs> well, I was, right, I was trying to figure it out because I was like, I've got to because I know Kayla would call me out on that. Yeah, not my demographic, but. Uh, oh no, I knew these. This was not for you guys at all. This was. This is more for like people with. This kids. Yeah, hey, look, it's a half dozen girls at, at summer camp, um, going on, crazy going on adventures, adventures uh, with crazy stuff happening, and three-eyed foxes and three-eyed owls and fantasies, three-eyed and gods, and yeah, hipster and yetis. Is coming. And, oh wait, that's and, a different series. And evil <laughs> Boy Scouts and. There's hipster yetis too, though. But hey, adult. you know, I'll I'll knock it up a half a point for having the Fibonacci sequence in it. <laughs> I was oh my fa- my absolute favorite part is that all of their cursing is famous females. Like what the Joan Jet? Oh just yes. throughout the whole yeah, book, it's yeah. all just famous females as their. Um, yeah, this book is like the opposite of what you guys would be into. Oh, completely. It's, it's literally like a. Uh, I will say I liked it better than Rocket Girl. Yeah, <laughs> it's well, it's kind of because there was a cohesive story. <laughs> That, and see, that was my beef. I thought all along, I thought that I was waiting for it for something to kind of make sense. To click. I but will say was, this is kind of the first half of a of two-part story, story arc. arc. The second volume sense. finishes it. After that, like the third, fourth, fifth volume, they're all like contained stories, four-issue stories. Okay. But the first volume is like uh, the yeah, half massive story. cliffhanger. Yeah, because I was yeah. I was waiting for their to be some something cohesive to that this finishes story in the between volume. yeah and okay so uh dereliction of duty on behalf of the the publisher not to to give us the whole thing <laughs> indeed a little bit just wanted to mess with you really okay plus it's for younger readers so yeah it's four an issues in a book in a volume is pretty yeah, good yeah i would say it's not my demographic oh 100 percent not uh <laughs> i think that's just your guys' catchphrase and i love it I think I just want to make think, them say it as much as possible. Yeah. That's literally. I think my tweeners. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. Oh, it's, sure. it's, and uh, tweakers. <laughs> <laughs> and I like it. So <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. All right. Um, okay. So best joke in here, the pungent master badge. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. one of the girls makes a pun, and there are rules to making puns. It has to be at the right time, right place. There's like has legit to be rules. Are appropriate. You have yeah. to respect the pun. And she drops a pun. And she gets her pungent master badge, yeah. and I was like, "Ah!" Yeah. Like out loud. That was the only time I laughed in this book. They're they're getting in a canoe, and one of the girls is like, "Any final tips before we go?" And another little girl, she's like, "Yeah, don't tip over." Ha. Ha. Um, ha. And, and she, she just gets her pungent congratulations. Master badge. You've earned the pungent master badge. Like just straight face. She's yeah. like, "Yeah, here's that, that's the, great. Here, why did you?" Um, it's. It's a lot of fun. It, it is for younger readers. I would say like twelve and below, uh, uh, specifically. But it's also like you don't have a lot of books that are, um, you know, f- main female led. And in this yeah. book, you have uh, five of them. Yeah. Y- you know, and and they're all different. Um, 
Noel Stevenson and uh, I forgot uh, the other writer. Ellis. Uh, yeah, Alice? Warren Ellis. It, I don't think it's Warren Ellis. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's not. Oh wait, that's wishful thinking for me. <laughs> Grace Ellis. I know. And besides, that would take like years to come out. You bite your tongue. He's been consistent on the Wild Storm. <laughs> <laughs> he has been. He has been consistent, and he's been money on that he's book. It's the most podcast. energy I've seen Jonathan have. Yeah. Right. Oh, I can't wait to, for us to review that. Anyway, sorry. Next year. <laughs> you stop. <laughs> um, you know, she writes these characters. Uh, like in individually, she she knows how to uh, differentiate uh, them. They're all different. They all have different personalities. And when they're wearing their like lumberjanes uniforms, you can uh, tell that they put their own kind of flair to it. Um, you were paying really close attention. I didn't. Oh, I love this book. I saw I saw story. maybe two <laughs> characters. There's really, one that was karate chopped and stuff. No, no, like and there um, was the other one that. That was like the goody two shoes. Let's not do this. <laughs> I, I I love I love all these characters. Um, well, they're, these they're two aren't types to really be right. reading a book. A bunch of us. Uh, yeah. Um, April. Uh, oh, I was calling her redhead kay. the entire time. Uh, I don't know all of their names actually. Mal, Molly, April, Joe, and Ripley. Exactly. Uh, Ripley, April. Ripley made Boom. sense because Rip. I thought of Alien. <laughs> <laughs> I figured I'm like Ri- she, well, she was I was reading and I'm was like Ripley's the, the hardcore only one. Yeah. yeah, I was like Ripley's the only one they're gonna remember. When the girl's about to drown and she like just chops her, karate chops her and makes her throw up the water. So this yeah. is a really good story for younger readers. Yeah, definitely. I um, will admit I mentioned this on the podcast like way way back in like I think September yes. or November, and then like a week or so later someone had mentioned they got it for their kids because they, I had mentioned it so that might have been part of the reason it, it, it kind of um, breaks down some like gender uh, norms you know like what uh, girl camps uh, are considered to be you know that's that's why they, they Girl Scouts were literally the worst let me tell you I <laughs> hated Girl Scouts Oh, I hate L- like Girl Scouts. Oh, with the boys baking the co- the, the Boy <laughs> Scouts baking the cookies and, and, then the and the getting boys. really stressed out when things were not clean. <laughs> that's how that's, 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 that's just that's just that's a type A thing. The boys yeah, camp. No, because they, they. But you they, also get the stereotypical like camp counselor for the boys is like, oh, I'm gonna about, I'm about to do some running or uh, things like that. I never had that camp counselor. Oh My no no. Wait, wait until you. I'm gonna you go wrestle a bear. Right. No no. I mean, I would. I'm gonna go catch a fish. By wrestling, wrestling it away from out of a bear from his mouth, <laughs> like just. Did you never watch the Crocodile Hunter? I mean, that was that was Aww. pretty much what he did in every episode, <laughs> and it was awesome. Steve Irwin, my man. Oh my God, Johnny, Please stop tell me trolling. Joking. Sorry, yeah, okay, I okay. Know I was about to say what the vajabers is going on here. <laughs> this is this book is 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 just fun. It's just silly. Um, and they're going on adventures, like wild adventures that you know kind of don't make sense. To me, just wanted to be Adventure Time. I think that's very I see that. That, that that that's derivative. I think I think this is because like the what the junk. See why you could. Ma- it's like their version of mathematical. <laughs> like it's just like there's all these little parallels that I saw going through. So I was like, this is Adventure Time, but with five. Did Adventure Time come out a long time ago? Because this book came out what like 2013. She's also written things for Adventure Time. Really? I don't think she. I love Noel Has differentiated her universe enough from right Adventure Time. Yeah. I that was my I, mean, I don't watch Adventure Time, so and oh. that may be yeah, and that may be hard to do. Mm. I don't know. I think yeah, I can Adventure see th- it, it has some Probably. of the same humor. Uh, I I don't know. I just 
liked it a little bit more. It's, it's just five uh, badass girls. Oh, no, well, that's a lie. I've seen the first season of Adventure Time. Mm. It's pretty good. Exactly. <laughs> here's my. Here's the other thing. Um, I thought the art was a little inconsistent with the faces. Well, yeah. 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 It I just bugged me that the redhead like had, like, <laughs> the big anime eyes, and yeah. then everybody else had normal eyes. I was like, why, why, why? I think that's just her personality. That's just the way she is. Yeah. No! That, on the cover, it's it's the same as everybody yeah. else. But this is a different artist. This is Noelle Stevenson. Yeah. God damn the it. The cover artist is different. Yeah. That just, oh, that's just, because it looks then like. you can't read any of the other volumes, because there's different artists on a lot oh, of no, the different nope, ones. No, nope. that's a just going to bug me, because it, it, it. I didn't know that. I thought, okay, she just because she does a. I will say she does a good job. The whoever the main artist is on this of right. copying the cover art, but it just bugs me. The only character to have the anime eyes was just was. Well, that's definitely April. If you get into the series more, which you obviously will not, nope. but April's definitely that kind of like <gasps> wide-eyed girl is gonna. Throw oh, so it's symbolic. Everything. Oh, one hundred percent. I guess that makes a little bit of sense. Right. I just this but is this adventure is time for the ladies. This is also a younger readers book, yeah, so definitely. I don't think they're going to be as critical know, of the art as you are. <laughs> also, the the art is very simple, and it, it kind of um, evokes like a feeling of like oh a little Whimsy. yeah, and a little kid kind of yeah. drew this. You no, know, I, I get it, yeah, dude, I get it. It's it is a book of just kind of fun whimsy. Let's go outside, which if it encourages you know girls or boys to go outside and do more stuff that's perfectly fine yeah and the girls using um, the fibonacci sequence to get through a <laughs> cave and anagrams and all that fun stuff you know it, it does it when the beauty of it is they actually explain what the fibonacci sequence is oh yeah that i love you, that you know you would know uh in reading the comic and so mad respect for that mm -hmm. yeah but i really like her it's writing it's not your demographic yeah um, yeah, yeah. She, uh, she and her girlfriend Molly Ostertag, I believe, write like very feminist, uh, you know, books. Um, Which is fine. Yeah, I'm yeah. Not, I, but also dude, kids' I, books. I, I <laughs> look. I get the female empowering side no, of no, it. No, no, definitely. I, I I'm not get, saying you wouldn't. I, and I, I get the whimsical kind of approach and whatnot. But like, I was reading this and I was just like, God, yeah, here we go. Like, I really a lot of the humor, like I said, it just reminded me of Adventure Time, and so it just kind of felt like a rehashing. And I'm not knocking it because I, I guarantee there's gonna be a lot of this. But I love this book. This is before we wrap up the review. This is what I would I would encourage you guys to to think about if you're thinking about picking up this book. I wouldn't, you know, necessarily go on either mine or Jonathan's opinions <laughs> because the you know one of the things that speaks volumes for this is number one. It's a Will Eisner winner. Yeah. And number two, it's on the New York Times bestsellers list. So. And it was also, like, nominated for, like, best uh, new series. Yeah. Like, like, not just best kid yeah. book. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, it, it it's actually Boom Studios' second um, book to come out in the Boom, boom Box imprint. Boom Box, yeah. Um, which is, like, their creator-owned stuff. Yeah. Uh, and well, it also it, it also came out when – what's that? Isn't – oh, wait. Adventure Time's on Kaboom. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Sorry. I'm yeah. Trying to get all their um, boom. It also th this right. book came out when uh, the second um, Captain Marvel number one was coming out. When they announced the new Batgirl. Right. Uh, when they did um, I forget uh, another book, but it, it it came out like at a, at a at a point where a new wave of feminist comics were coming out, and and this book is, is just a lot of fun and, and a lot of fun for kids you know real I can, quick yeah. i just thought of something else okay one thing that bugged me oh, sorry. <laughs> was when little redhead april somehow magically uses leverage 
to beat oh, a no. stone okay. freaking statue in an arm wrestling match. That's, that, I don't care how much Jonathan, math and leverage Jonathan, you use. That's not how that works. Jonathan, I will let you know it's consistent throughout the whole series. It's she just, is ridiculously strong. Okay, just that's just the bit. Throughout the whole series, okay. she is crazy strong. If that's the bit and the joke that they're selling, then fine. I'll, like I'll, 100% I'll allow it. Like 100% through the whole series, like, she's what? crazy strong. It is not just for that one bit. Okay, because I was like, that's she's not even how like that works. She's just a strong little girl. Okay. Yeah. That's fine. Um, if that's like a reoccurring I, thing, you that's know, fine. when I got to that part, I was like, you know, I think this is gonna bug bug somebody. Yeah. <laughs> Just do it. Yeah, because I looked. I only like, mentioned once in this one, but yeah, in the rest of the okay. volumes, no, she's crazy strong. Okay. multiple times because they just made it series. seem like oh i just need to know leverage and i'm like that's that's not how that works <laughs> what <laughs> not entirely no i get suspension of disbelief it's yeah. a comic book that was one thing that yeah. was like it's a kid one line too far yeah. i was like whoa 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 noelle <laughs> let's back this up anyway nope, she's uh, just a bizarrely strong little little girl okay but yeah if you if anyone's interested in getting book for younger readers or trying to get into comics this is definitely a good yeah. one to check Star out. ratings. Uh, I give this honestly. I give this a four only because I kind of wish they released like the eight issues. But oh, there's together. like yeah, there's there's so much in in the back and uh, like some of the manual stuff in between issues that that manuals. it's just like it, it's it's great. It's a f- kind of like a it, it's not a full package obviously because it's missing four issues. But it you said package. <laughs> 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 sorry, oh, <laughs> I'm really tired. That was, that, was, that was so dumb. I'm sorry, everybody. <laughs> Keep going. Let's go. Yeah, I give this book a four. Okay. <laughs> All right. Kayla's turning red. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Kayla. Oh, it's too late for this. <laughs> I know. Roger. Two and a half. I really wish they had done the whole thing. Um, actually, I, I thought the art was was fun um i knew what they were going for and, yeah and the age group and everything and i it thought fit. it was fun for me personally it didn't really it didn't work i wish I, I wish i had the whole story to to base it on but two and a half yeah kayla oh it's a five-star book for me but i'm on volume six right now I good love grief it's been going that long yeah oh it's been going for a while i didn't Dude, even know volume six book. came out a couple months well, i'm not ago. saying that i'm just i didn't realize it had been out that long or yeah, I think six it's volumes? Yeah, I yeah. Think, like I'm telling you, I think it came out like in 2013, 2012 maybe. Yeah. Well, I remember hearing the name for a while, so I'm, I'm sure it's just it's one of those things that's kind of like peripheral to me, so it's like, oh. 2014. 2014? Yeah, okay. that's when it came out. Well, that's when that came out. That could No, 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 no. This was published in, uh, this book came out in 2016. Uh, oh, this was published in 2016, but no, issues one through four were 2014. Okay. Anyway, uh, for me, two and a half. Like I get Punch it. Masters did not get Pun- Punch and Masters <laughs> what 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 sold it. I was like, okay, uh, now we're talking my kind of humor. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So yeah, we we told you last week. Like, no, oh I, yeah, I it's a good you. book. It's just not gonna be for you. I believe you. <laughs> believe me. I I know you guys understand this. Yeah. Just like I know. I every time we get to a book, I'm like, Johnny's gonna hate this. <laughs> like, like I just I uh, they, <laughs> well, I we, think we're just used to how we review things yeah when we get to ra- the ratings it's you know it's how much we enjoyed it it's not like if it was good or not indeed yeah all right let's do some previews i just like making jonathan say not my demographic not my demo <laughs> not my bag not my anything it's <laughs> not for me i can i can vary it up for you it's just make you guys read something different he's hitting 50 yeah. in like a couple of months and just i get it i get it dude johnny yep <laughs> you stay on the other side of that wall once you're done building it. 
<laughs> What's with this joke? I don't know. Okay. I'm just in a mood. Right. Um, all right. Uh, for Marvel Comics, we have All New Guardians of the Galaxy, number five. All New Wolverine, number 22. Avengers, number nine. Uh, Black Bolt, number three. Champions, number 10. Daredevil, number 23. Deadpool kills the Marvel Universe again. That's seriously the title, number one. Uh, Iron Fist, number five. Jessica Jones, number 10. Marvel's Thor Ragnarok Prelude, number one of four. Secret Empire Brave New World, number three. Spider-Man 18, or as Johnny likes to call him, Glenn Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Like it's his last name. Hello, my name is Spider-Man. Yeah. Uh, that's the Miles Morales book, right? Yeah, Spider-Man. Okay, that's the one we're reading. We're reviewing. Matt doesn't like me calling him Spider-Man. Well, it's kind of obnoxious, Johnny. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Um, Spider-Man Deadpool number 19. Spider-Man Master Plan number one. Star Wars number 33, Star Wars Rogue One Adaptation number 4, Unstoppable Wasp number 7, and X-Men Gold number 7, and that's going to do it for Marvel. DC Comics, we have Bane Conquest number 3 of 12, Batman number 26, Cyborg number 14, DC Comics Bombshells number 30, Deathstroke number 21, Green Arrow number 26, and apparently there's been a hot debate on whether or not we reviewed a Green Arrow book on this show, and apparently we haven't. If you think we've reviewed Green Arrow, <laughs> let tweet at us. us. Know. Yeah, because we haven't, and everyone says we have. I well, it's just because I we remember conversations apparently that didn't happen. Okay, who's gonna go back and listen to all the podcasts for us? I'm like 80 percent sure we reviewed an Arrow. Uh, it's not on the list. <laughs> Either way. Either way, uh, Heather, you know, if it has been, if we haven't, we're gonna be doing Green Arrow number twenty-six. If we have, it's been at least a year <laughs> since right. we started this show, uh, so we're overdue for showing some love to Ollie. So anyway, we're gonna be doing Green Arrow number twenty-six. Uh, we have Green Lanterns number twenty-six coming out, Harley Quinn number twenty-three, Justice League number twenty-four, Nightwing number twenty-four, and Superman number twenty-six uh, for indie comics. We have Jupiter's Legacy Volume 2, number 5 of 5. Wow. That's been a while, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, then we have, oh, my God, Lady Mechanica Clockwork Assassin, number 1. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's the one we're reviewing next week. Yeah, just, you know, anytime Joe Benitez uh, comes out with a new yes. Lady Mechanica series, it's we're going to review it. Yeah, we okay. have to. I, uh, yes. I'm not even going to be here. So It's that good, people. Yes, it is. Johnny? Yes. Do your digital thing on it, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll take a look at that. Uh, My Little Pony Legends of Magic, number four. Uh, Rat Queens, number four. Oh, so good. Yes. <laughs> Sacred Creatures, number one. Do we know what that is? I'll take a look. Sacred Creatures, did we hear? Uh, it's, 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 no, it's what's smaller. It's like Aftershock or oh, something. Okay. I don't know. It's from a small, really small publisher. Okay. Uh, seven to Eternity, number seven. Skyborn number four, Snot Girl number six, Walking Dead, Walking Dead, yeah, that title, uh, Walking Dead number one sixty five, sixty nine. I can't just kill me. Take over, Kayla. Okay. Um, uh. We get in Divine number twenty nine and Zombie Tramp Origins number one. That's gonna do it for all the single issues. For graphic novels, we have Berserk trade paperback volume thirty eight, DC Superhero Girls, a kids coloring book trade paperback. Uh, Deathstroke Trade Paperback Volume 2, The Gospel of Slade Rebirth. That's a great <laughs> title. Um, Gamora Memento Mori Trade Paperback, and I believe that was the Gamora miniseries from Marvel. Yeah, remember we were, we, well, yeah, I don't think it was ever slated to be an ongoing. Um, Giant Days, not on the Test Edition Hardcover Volume 1. 
Heatman and the Thundercats trade paperback. Uh, Inhumans versus X-Men hardcover. Injustice Ground Zero hardcover volume one. Loose Ends trade paperback. Monstrous trade paperback volume two. Star Wars trade paperback uh, volume five. Yoda's Secret War. Tokyo Ghost Deluxe Edition hardcover. Uh, and that's it for the graphic novels. As always, this is not the complete list. If you want that, you can go to horizoncomics.com, click on the new releases tab. It's updated every Monday. Cool. And then we are reviewing what Spider-Man book next week? Spider-Man. Family business, right? Spider-Man. Well, we're reviewing Spider-Man, but the graphic novel. The graphic novel is Spider-Man Family Business, an original graphic novel by Mark Wade. Woo! That was the one... Yes. OGNs. Yeah. It's actually like the 15th, but yeah. No, no, no. Like, they did like a new relaunch of them with Marvel Now. And oh. Like yeah. Okay. Do we have any news? Like, pertinent? Oh, wait. You know what? Sure. I will say, okay, so maybe it's not news news, but uh, Scott Snyder tweeted out a series of tweets that I'll, I'll kind of put under this oh, category. Wow. Uh, Scott Snyder said, truth is, I was chatting with some DC Comics folks tonight, and I'm really proud to be a part of what's coming this summer, fall, and into 2018. Uh, looks like summer, fall for uh, for uh, extra DC books coming like Mr. Miracle, which will blow you away for its groundbreaking storytelling and artistry. Uh, but then they're also letting Greg and I push things at the other end of the line with an event DC metal that's designed to be wall-to-wall kid joy fun like your own like our own crazy take on what a crisis level story can be today new concepts characters etc then the stories coming in books like detective flash and superman are going to be great plus they're trying new talent on new titles some announced some to be announced it's all, that's all new uh that's all new blood and lastly, they're literally creating new lanes to drive in uh, for creators that will be announced soon. New initiatives, new lines um, that are going to give us some crazy big opportunities. Bottom line, as I've always tried to be honest about the stuff I point uh, to here, the stuff I truly like, whether Marvel, DC, Image, anything, crap I don't like, I don't talk positively about movies, books, whatever. I get asked often if we get pressured to do this for company stuff and we don't but online there's always pressure to weigh in point is from the ground uh from the ground and from the 30,000 foot up view the plans dc has for the summer 22 or 2017 through 2018 are generally exciting to me as a creator and as a fan awesome that is dope so there's a lot of cool stuff coming from dc it sounds like like it just seems like they've got the right idea. Yeah, look, hey, I mean, they've been killing it for a year. Uh, they've been doing great. And um, it sounds to me like they're just taking it up a notch. Yeah. You know? So I that gave that just made me really, really excited. Um, I'm certain they're going to make some announcements at Comic-Con, which should be fun. Um, but, yeah, I don't know if you can necessarily say it's official news, but just from the tweets of Scott Snyder, it seems like there's going to be some very fun stuff <laughs> in the uh, future. Found a couple things. One, uh, the Transformers and IDW universe are getting an event. It's uh, First Strike. Basically, the whole Hasbro universe is like setting their sights on the Transformers and they're setting them for destruction. So they're gonna like try and kill all the Transformers, like GI Joe and Mask and Rom and all that stuff. So 
Okay. IDW event. Look out for that. Um, and uh, one we kind of glossed over is Marvel Legacy announced all their titles for the new upcoming. Did they really? Yeah. Um, they showed variant covers, or not not variant covers, but like variations of old school covers that they're remaking for their. Wait, new Secret Legacy. Empire isn't even done, and they're hyping the crap out of Legacy by showing all the variant covers. Well, they're not variant covers. They're like. They're like they take like an old school sixties yeah. cover and remade it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so but um, yeah, because Secret Empire is going to be wrapping up in August when Generation starts, and as soon as Generations like is wrapping up, the new Legacy relaunch. Good out. grief! So we have Secret Empire, Generations, and Legacy all back to back. Well, Generations is just like a one, one shot. shot. Oh, Generations just, is one shots yeah, also. That yeah. leads it's into kind of Legacy, but yeah. Legacy is a one shot. No, le- there, uh, Legacy is a one-shot like Jeff Johns Rebirth is a one-shot. Yeah. But there's a giant relaunch called Marvel Legacy. Oh, God, yeah. kill me. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. I, mm. um, I, ha- I have an article here, the seven biggest surprises. Um, no Fantastic Four. Just, we get a Marvel just continuing to give the middle finger to uh, the first family of comics. We're, awesome. We're, we're getting a Thing and Human Torch comic, but no Reed Richards or anything. Um Punisher looks like he's the new War Machine. That's kind of interesting. Um, except not really. Except not really. <laughs> the death of uh, Thor is teased in uh, Legacy cover image. Uh, <sighs> no, no, no. Jane Foster because of cancer. Yeah, hold on. Kind of sad. Um, yeah. yeah. Incredible <coughs> Hulk is Planet Hulk somehow getting a new storyline, Return to Planet Hulk. Um, that'll be in the... Jason the Aaron doing the death of Jane Foster, that's going to be epic. Yeah. I, he's going to kill it on that. Don't worry. That the no. cover. Punching master. I wasn't going for my badge. I promise. No, but but no, I I can't wait for that. That's yeah. gonna be that's gonna be epic. It's called the death of Mighty Thor. That wow. will be Jane Foster regeneration. I mean, as sad as that sounds, does that mean we're gonna get? Thor Odinson back? I think uh, maybe Vol- by next year's relaunch. <laughs> I think, <laughs> think wishful thinking right there. New Thor. I think Volstag is holding the ultimate Thor. Spoilers, Thor's Johnny. Yes, Vol- Volstag is we're the, ul- is we're the war Thor. Spoiler podcast. Um, Deal well, with uh, it. A couple yeah. more uh, giant size X Men uh, old school cover is switching to Spirits of Vengeance with Blade and a couple other uh, spiritual people. Uh, Falcon is going back to Falcon. What? Yeah. Yeah. He has a new j- and then uh, Spider Man in jail. So there's the new um, Peter Parker spectacular Spider Man is like Peter behind bars. He com- like he didn't pay his taxes, dude. Like commit fraud. <laughs> like, but so those are like the big headlines. tax evasion. That so I think that's the biggest news for Marvel Legacy and the Transformers stuff. Yeah, okay. Look, I'll I'll read it with an open mind, but I'm just my bar is really low for them at the moment. I'm really frustrated as a Marvel fan. I wanted a, a hard relaunch like Rebirth. That's not what we're getting. Yeah. It sucks. I mean, look, there's there. There's gonna be some great stories that'll probably come out of it. Most likely, you but know. Not rebirth. I want a Marvel rebirth. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what they're tr- they're trying to do with Legacy. It's a poor man's version of it. Just do but it right. Just do it. Yeah. Right. Well, the thing is, is Marvel still hasn't looked at themselves in the mirror and said, "We're the problem." Yeah. And it's not our fans. It's not DC. It's not anybody else. It's us. And until that happens, it's going to be status quo. Yeah, well, <laughs> what can we do? Anyway, what's our questions for the week, Roger? All right, starting off, um, Heather Horner has a question. Um, I, 
Yeah, a couple of questions. Heather uh, wants to know, she says, most, most kids look up to a hero growing up. What comic book hero did you look up to growing up and why? I don't, uh, everybody knows the answer to this question for me. Is it Batman? Superman. It's Deadpool. <laughs> um, no, uh, wait, what? Did you even pay attention? What, what hero did you look up to when you were a kid? Well, like everyone, they were taller than me. <laughs> Mine was Spider-Man. Yeah. Pungeon Master. Good Spot job, Johnny. Peter Parker is just the most relatable superhero. He's right. Just, he's down and out kid. And even, yeah. I mean, life would beat him down, and he would always yeah. get back up. It was just, yeah. Was getting bullied in high school. Like, everyone's been there, done that. I liked um, Captain America a lot. Okay. Um, and I don't. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's cool. It wasn't me. I didn't, have I didn't skip over Kayla. It and wasn't Kayla. me. <laughs> but yes, it was Static Shock. Uh, I loved Static Shock. That was my favorite show as a kid. I forgot that show. Yeah. yeah. Electric powers would everything. be awesome. Right. Have you seen the preview to the new Black Lightning TV show? Mm-mm. It actually looks really good. Cool. Like I was impressed. I was like, "What?" And didn't they confirm Static is going to make a, like a cameo or something? Well, I didn't hear that, but all I know is I I kind of rolled my eyes because they said Black Lightning's not going to be in the Arrowverse. Yeah, what's and I that? was like, "Come on, guys! You're already like pissing me off with that." But then I watched the trailer and I was like, mm. "Why can't it be in the Arrowverse?" I was like, like "Oh wow, this looks pretty because good." Because it's better. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's on the same channel, probably in the same time slot on a different day. Yeah. Like, it, it looks pretty legit. I was impressed. Anyway, go ahead. All right, following up, uh, Heather wants to know, what villain gave you nightmares growing up? That's easy for me. It was always Annihilus. He was so nasty. I'm always a big Fantastic Four fan. Annihilus was just nasty. Oh, man. Oh. Giant. So, like, rod. comic villain? Not With just any villain? Rod. Villain. Okay. Uh, E.T.? <laughs> no, I was seriously terrified of, of E.T. <laughs> that makes Man. so much sense now that... <laughs> You that. probably still haven't eaten any Reese's Pieces. <laughs> He's like, phone home, and Johnny's like, cold Please sweats. don't do that. <laughs> I don't think so much as a villain, but I think like the Blade movies freaked me out. Cause I think the first one came out when I was like nine, eight or nine years old, so Blade freaked me out for Vampire. a little bit. Yeah. <clears throat> oh my that gosh. clown from It, I, my parents were watching it, and I happened to decide to watch a scene and no yeah. no are you gonna watch the new one? N- oh hell no <laughs> no <laughs> no that, was that looks pretty it looks pretty epic i can't remember a villain scaring me as a kid that's because you were soups yeah this <laughs> 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 was, was true well i did well, doomsday doomsday was scary but i wasn't like a kid kid when i was like well I guess I was. Older. Just, i'm gonna smack you johnny <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. um <laughs> Sorry, I was right. like ten when that when that started. That yeah, was pretty scary. Mama say, this is actually like four questions from Heather. Uh, has any of it changed now? Do you still have nightmares about any certain villains? Yeah. Uh, are there um, uh, heroes that you look up to today? I can't watch scary movies because I get night terrors. That's why I do not watch any horror films. Old I can't horror, watch E.T. anymore. <laughs> I don't like horror films. Yeah, no, no, I get nightmares, so I can't. I like do it. horror books. Not movies. I don't get nightmares. I just get insomnia worse than usual. I understand. Can't do it. Freaks me out. If it's just like a bunch of like gore stuff, I don't consider that horror. But I mean, no. I, I get horror is in horror. I know, I know, I know, I know. Like to me, the scariest stuff that keeps you up at nights is just the creepy things, because then it makes you hear every yeah. little creak, every little sound, every Especially little like, like, like demons or ghost movies, worst. like. Oh. like 
it that that to me is like true horror, like really scary stuff like that. Like if it, if it's just torture porn, I'm just like, oh, uh, like no, Insidious. That's, that's like an actually scary movie. Like I haven't it seen it. I really and here, here's the thing. I really haven't watched a whole lot of horror either. I've like seen the Scream movies. Yeah. I've seen like the Friday the Thirteenth and the. You know what freaked me out was Freddy Krueger. Yeah, he's creepy. That was, oh, nightmare. Yeah, yeah, because then you fall asleep and it's just like you're toast. Yeah, you don't want to fall asleep. And, and as a child, you're sitting in bed like, dear God, I, I have to go to sleep, and he's waiting for me. The one thing with that one though is I always felt like, dude, you're you're in a freaking dream world. You should be able, you know, you could do yeah, anything super, you want. I should. Be and Superman. I would right. I'd be like, I could take him down. <laughs> Why haven't they taken that angle yet? That was a Rick and Morty episode. That probably would be. Anyway, go ahead. It was. Was it? It was, right? The guy with the testicles on his chin. I really need to watch that show. And he kept saying the B word a lot. I'm going to kill you, B. Okay, all right. Switching gears, going over to our weekly Carlos. This question, I think we've probably almost pretty much answered Carlos wants to know what are you guys' hopes for the Marvel Generations event, if any? Do you think this is their no. version of Rebirth or just another one of their excuses to start all their titles at number one? It's the, their sad attempt at a well, Rebirth. The and generation it's an excuse to start it all over at number one. Generation sounds cool. I'm interested in the one shots, but the legacy relaunch with all these new numberings and stuff, I really don't care. At I all hope <coughs> I hope it's like as good as Rebirth because they need something. Until they put out like if they put out that, that legacy one shot, which is also like four ninety nine or six ninety nine, which five ninety nine. Five ninety nine. Okay, five ninety nine. Rebirth was eighty pages and this is two ninety nine. Sixty. This is fifty or sixty yeah. and it's Yeah, twice they're the price. already look, it's not like Marvel can't afford to, to take one for the team. Yeah. <laughs> they're already getting off on the wrong foot. If they're trying if if they're trying to make this seem like a rebirth event, no. Jeff Johns and Dan Didio and, and company over they at apologize. over at DC. Yeah, and and they were like, "This is how much we believe in this, and we want everybody to have this comic. Everybody should read this comic." You know, they offered and, like and free they gave, returnability. You know, yeah. yeah, and eighty pages for three bucks. I mean, it was nothing. Four times the you know the normal comic fare, and they apologized for the same price. Yeah, and and, until and Marvel I get still an apology has it. from Marvel. No, and all, all that you get from Marvel not. is Trash. the universe will never be the same. <laughs> Again, they just keep Again. trying to fix it, not thinking that they what they're doing is breaking it even more. No. And it sucks because they have some good books, but then they also have they get, bad books. They get buried under the other books. Right. They like I said, that Mighty books. Thor story will probably be pretty that's good. Gonna yeah. be, that's going to be epic. I can yeah. tell you. I mean, Jason Aaron Jason is, Aaron's is their best Thor writer. The entire Thor run is yep. just an epic. He's yeah. a man with a plan. <laughs> yeah. And I look, and he's writing Marvel Legacy number one, right? Isn't he writing the whole thing? Yeah, he's writing the whole thing. So I... I have to think if unless unless Marvel just showed up and told him, "Hey, this is what we're gonna do. This is what needs to be in it." Yeah. You know, it it, it could be maybe like trying to fit a round peg in a square hole. I don't what? know, but I, I trust Aaron to do it right. One interesting fact I noticed about uh, Legacy: Captain America is front and center on the Legacy number one, but and he has his correct costume. Yay. But there's no announced. Captain America title, so that means I'm like, ooh, is Nick Spencer not writing Captain America anymore? <gasps> Can I his hopes and dreams come there, true? Th- there's a Falcon title, but there's no Steve Rogers title. Right. Now. Yet at least announced. not yet. Yeah. It'll, it, they're probably saving. Well, I think they announced these are the book that book announcements. The creative team announcements are coming next. But you're you you 
it's Marvel. It, it's uh, Marvel. I'm just going off of Marvel. I know, I know. You're, yeah, but this also is the information like, we have. Yeah. This is the opinions we're forming. But also, but like, it's also Marvel. Justice yeah. League wasn't announced until like months this later as well. But everybody for, knew for the rebirth. Yeah, yeah. yeah but everybody knew. knew it was so like you know yeah. that it, there's going to be a no Captain way America. They're not going to have a fl- Captain America is a flagship character. Yeah. The, at some point, even if it's yeah. not announced. Well, no. The thing is, is that I, I think that they may be holding back on that because my guess is, you know, they they they. They've done a little bit of damage to his character, uh-huh. you know. Yeah. I mean, a la you know Green Lantern and Parallax, you know. I'm trying to make him irredeemable, you know. But Cap, at some point, has to realize whatever whatever the resolution is to this story, yeah. it may be that Steve Rogers comes back as a different character. Yeah, you know. Yeah. There's some alternate Steve Rogers floating around in that book as it is. Right. And I I don't know if that's been explained. But, when, but, but whenever, as I'm saying, whenever that gets resolved, whenever. Captain America, Steve Rogers becomes whole again. Whatever was, you know, uh, messing yeah. him up in the first place, he's he's going to have some guilt, mm-hmm. and he's going to have some stuff to worry about. I think he's he's probably going to realize that he doesn't deserve to wear the stars and stripes. So I see him coming back as a different character or playing a side role, whether it's head of Shield, be whether nomad it's again, unless Nomad Hydra Cap is actually the ultimate universe Cap. That would feel pretty cheap, though. Just saying, it could happen. I know, yeah. no, I know, I know. It's Marvel. I don't yeah. know if I'd have passed them. Um, yeah, nothing. Uh, nothing I've read up to this point has gotten me stoked, except for what you said about the the Thor run. There's I, a strong that theory amongst the fans that Punisher joined Hydra to take down Cap because yeah. he like is an affront. To he loves every, Cap. Yeah, yeah, he's an affront. That's to every, a. And yeah, we've talked about that. That's no, the that's story right. yeah. that should be told. Yeah. And that, but see, there's some fans that are like, "What if Frank stepped up and became like the new Captain America at the end?" I don't, I don't, I don't think, I don't think Nick Spencer is that deep a thinker. (laughs) (laughs) But like the whole thing, they just showed the cover, like I know. But it's Marvel. It's Marvel. It gets to be everyone. It could just be a bait and switch. Like, yeah, just kidding. As War Machine, as Captain. I'm just reporting what I read in the net, dude. That's that's it. So anyway. All right, uh, last question, Double Dose of Lows. This one's going to be really quick because Carlos is asking me if I can get uh, an update on the monthly comic numbers. Is Marvel still number one? Diamond hasn't updated the information for May yet. I only have April to go on, and that's that stayed the same. Marvel had a slight lead over DC. Um, there was there, There's a graph floating out there that shows DC taking a lead for Marvel in, in May, but that's for total product sales. That includes comics, graphic novels, I'm sure the button um, had a lot to do with so, that. Yeah. <laughs> well, what's interesting, I, uh, the the top two comics for May, I, I do know the comics, were uh, Secret Empire number one and Venom number 150. Huh. However, Batman, Batman, Batman 21 and Flash 21, um, if, you, if you take – Combined sales because they did they split it up they did the lenticular covers and the regular covers. If you take the combined sales of those two, those those are the two the number one and number two books. But Diamond counts them separately because they have different price points. Mm -hmm. The regular was two ninety nine. The lenticulars are three ninety nine. Yeah, but they counted them separately and like both Batman twenty one lenticular and. Uh, regular were both top twenty books, and and tw- I think twenty two was like number three. Yeah. So and Flash, 
was number four. So they, but they would have been number one and two if they had counted the different versions. Because usually, like Venom 150, they count all the variants with that too. But it's because they all have the same price point. Yeah. So anyway, five ninety nine. Marvel and. Yeah, Marvel ended up, you know, they had a four ninety nine book and a five ninety nine book that ended up one and two technically, but you know, DC still had most of the top ten anyway, and I, and I think it's possible that DC might have a slight edge in May, but when you, it, it's hard when you take out other product because they're rolling out a lot of graphic novels with Rebirth right now too. Yeah, so we'll see. Once once I get the June numbers, I'm hoping it'll be next week, which is a chart. I don't know why Diamond is this far behind. Uh, but once I get those numbers, I'll let you know. We do have a question from Blake. A single question. Blake! Uh, who do you think could take over Jeff John's position when he retires as chief executive director at DC? I think it's chief creative officer, Blake. God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the second coming of Jeff John's? No, I just Hick, yeah, I mean, Hickman is a master world builder yeah. and destroyer of worlds. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it would take somebody at, at Hickman's level, um, but he'd have to want to go to DC yeah. and have the love of DC the way that Jeff Johns does. Because I think, yeah. seriously, that's what. When I met Jeff Johns, I fanboyed and I was like, oh my God, I love all your work. And then I asked him the simple question like, how do you consistently churn out like good story after good story? Because there's. There, you've done so much, and there's not a whole lot that I haven't liked That's by Jeff Johns. On the bad, not good side. <laughs> you know, and I, and his his I think I've said this before on the podcast. His answer was so simple, but so profound. He's like, I just love the characters. He has such a massive love for the DC universe that I just, I think that's where it all comes from. He just loves this universe, loves this sandbox, and it's just like, look at the possibilities of stories yeah. with these characters. So... You know, it would have to take somebody at that level. So I don't know, Blake. Um, I mean, we, yeah. we kind of made the case that possibly Snyder, but I don't know if Snyder no. is he that. He doesn't want to do it. He only likes writing no. two books. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, but I just, oh, I, it, it would take it would take someone special like John's. Yeah. So anyway, uh, do we have any reviews, Johnny? We don't. Okay, I'm that's so sad. Yeah, <laughs> um, guys, if you like what you're hearing, rate, review, subscribe, share it, like it, do all the the social media stuff with it, um, and leave us some reviews. Yeah, I would. We, I would love some new reviews. Yeah. Uh, if you guys, blah, blah, if you guys yeah. want to go above and beyond, I've had a stroke. I can't talk. <laughs> uh, Are you okay? Did you Probably. You can wheel me out of here as soon as we're done. Uh, if you guys want to go above and beyond, go to patreon.com slash podcast. You can uh, subscribe for as little as a dollar. The $3 level gives you access to the special episodes that we haven't done in a while, which we should probably should at some point. Yeah, at some point. Uh, if you want to keep up with everything Horizon Comics, you can go on Facebook and like Horizon Comics. Uh, you can also follow them on Twitter and Instagram at Horizon Comics. Johnny, you best place follow for people me to everywhere. stalk you. Uh, to, to what? Stalk you. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I heard something <laughs> else. Um, Twitter, Snapchat, Instagram at the johnny 2 x 4 Are you going to have service while you're on the other side of the wall? I should. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. I'll, I'll post some stuff. Post the building. <laughs> you know? Post you putting like brick and mortar like on top exactly. of each other at the border. Yeah. Sweet. No, it's all solar power now. Oh, that's right. Solar power. Right. <laughs> He's just rolling his eyes so hard at me. <laughs> hey, you've got your young joke. Now I found mine. A racist no, joke? <laughs> <laughs> no! My God! Go ahead, Kayla. 
on Instagram and occasionally on Twitter. Somewhere. Somewhere. Kayla. I'm used to getting interrupted. It's okay. I know. I'm so sorry. It's just at Kayla Danvers. Nice. And I am at St. Jonathan on Twitter and Instagram. If you want some audio or some video game reviews, uh, the High Dirt Gaming Podcast, New Excel, went up today by the time you're listening to this. Uh, episode number 10. Yay. And then at the High Dirt 5 5 for all social media. You sounded so excited. I love yeah. how enthusiastic he is. Well, man. 10 episodes was an accomplishment. That's like a good starting point. Congratulations. Yeah. Indeed. Woo, woo. What episode was I on? You were on episode six, right? Seven? A seven, yeah. yeah. Was it seven? That's yeah. the best one. Go listen <laughs> to that one. Yeah, Johnny was on that show. So. Here we go. Anyway, uh, guys, thank you for listening. Uh, we will catch you next Thursday. I think. What is wrong with you today? I don't, dude. I I've <laughs> ran too much. I've done too much. Uh, my brain is just rejecting everything right now. So, <laughs> anyway, thank you guys for listening. We'll catch you a day later next time because of the holiday. Don't freak out. Have a good Fourth of July. Yep. Go blow stuff up. Keep your Woo. fingers. America.